You're listening to 87.6 FM, the wellness couch with Brett, Katerina, and we've got a special guest, Gabby Moore, yoga extraordinary now. Uh, studio tonight. How you going, Gabby? I'm wonderful. Thanks, Kat. Absolutely Great. wonderful. Great to see you. Um, now, we're in conversation with Gabby Moore tonight with uh, Yoga Nature and Parasympathetic Nervous System, some of our favourite uh, theme subjects. Now, Gabby, before we go there, let's get into how you navigated being a, a yoga instructor. Sure. Well, um, really, my love of yoga began, you know, about 20 years ago. And a lot of my friends always said, you know, why don't you be a yoga instructor? And I always said, no, 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 it'd take me away from, you know, my, my own mm, joy. Like I yeah. just loved practicing so much. Um, and then um, I suppose it was synchronicity that um, I was lucky to be in this beautiful town in Apollo Bay. And um, I was approached by our beautiful yoga teacher in town, Frances Paderno, and she could obviously see how much I loved the practice and she uh, sort of talked to me about how about, have you thought about, what do you think? Maybe you should, you know, would you like to instruct? Would you like to jump on board with us? And, um, you know, would you like to train up? And and I was like, well, yeah, that's amazing. Thank you. So the journey began there in relation to becoming um the you know the yoga instructor and so but you know you're always a yoga student yeah. always I mean there's just so much to learn uh, you know I just haven't even touched the tip of the iceberg like there's just so much to learn but but yeah I love my offerings I love still being a student luckily in, in this town we've got beautiful yoga everywhere so I'm very blessed to have to still be the student and to be able to offer as an instructor, so I, I feel extremely blessed with my with my life. Now, just before we go on to, there's a lot of pieces to the puzzle with Gabby. She's um, she's had personal experience with cognitive behavioural therapy. Um, you've got a degree in arts and degree in teaching with a foundation in music and drama. So it just doesn't end there. Qualified fitness instructor, um, and you've taught um, pretty much throughout Australia, and. Um, not forgetting that beautiful, precious uh, teaching with the Steiner education system that you've held for years, um, facilitating playgroups and uh, kinder groups. So yeah. you've got a, quite a bit of teaching behind you as well. Yeah, yeah. I suppose that's the thing. Um, a lot of people who come to jump into teacher class, you know, are sort of a bit nervous about the actual teaching part. So for me, the teaching part is, is quite easy. It comes naturally because that's what I've done, you know, for over, I mean, goodness, I, I can't remember, for, since I was... You don't have to say. Yeah, for a long time. <laughs> um, so primary school, teacher trained. Um, before that, in fact, actually, I'm not sure if I've got, had it in there. I w yeah, I was an aerobics instructor when I was 20 years old. Um, so, it's been um, in your blood, in your DNA for a in, very long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. So I've passion. sort of just gone from aerobics teaching to... Um, primary school teaching yeah. and yeah coming in and then so the yogi yoga teaching is is quite beautiful because it just encompasses everything that I absolutely love and I still get the teaching um and you know I'm still dabbling here at school and at kinder just filling in as well yeah. so I love that you know up on my fridge at the moment we've got I've got you know community family like what's important to us you know community and family um so so the community living in this small community is really 
really special for me. Um, I'm not originally from here. My husband is. So he was born here and his parents were born here. His grandparents lived here. So um, he's got an amazing connection to this to this beautiful place. So I feel very blessed that I've m- married into that, into this beautiful place. And the community is really important to me. So I feel very blessed that I've can be involved in in so many areas and like you said the Steiner playgroup which um, Lindy had for such a long time Lindy Whalen beautiful Lindy and then I took over from Lindy and now we've passed it on to Nat Morrow but it's all still in our blood you know like so we're all still with it and and again the Steiner thing so I taught at the Steiner uh, school in Freshwater Creek before coming here as a Steiner teacher yeah yeah so I Steiner trained um, up in Melbourne in Warren Wood and also up in Sydney after teaching in the mainstream school for quite a while and got disheartened with the mainstream education system and almost left teaching. And then I found Steiner Education, which was so connected to, funnily enough, nature, you know, (laughs) which is now by bespoke mobile yoga connected to nature. So I've always had that calling to be involved with nature in some way, shape or form. So, yeah, the Steiner really changed my world the steiner the training for the steiner education really changed changed my world and uh when we got married and pregnant with our children my husband said oh i'm so sorry for ruining your steiner career i said no 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 it's not a problem i'll just we just tweaked it and found other ways so so yeah so just that it's being connected with nature is is really it always has resonated with me and I've always felt that strong connection yeah. to nature. So, and funnily enough, now here I am, you know, 50 years old, birthing a beautiful, a beautiful little heartfelt, heart-centered yoga offering to Let's the world. Let's talk about that. Yeah. yeah that, that, innovative, yeah. Yeah, but, that now is, is involving, you know, the nature and the teaching. So it's all come together. And again, that's interesting, isn't it? Because yoga means to yoke. So (laughs) everything's come together, you know, um, in in such a beautiful way. It's it's interesting because I was having that conversation with someone the other day just about all the different things that we do through our lives. And sometimes they don't seem connected. And sometimes it's hard for us to see what the purpose of it is. But at some point, they all just come together and they, they all have meaning with each other. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, even... Um, just reflecting like Kat that you're talking about what I've done in my previous life you know (laughs) seems like a previous (laughs) life what I've done over my lifetime thus far yeah it's so interesting that it Mm. it yokes yeah the union yeah so interesting yeah yeah so I feel very blessed I feel very blessed that uh, I feel like Apollo Bay really supports um, people in their endeavours as well um, my husband's mentioned that too. Like, <laughs> it, it, it really does. If you wish to birth something, I feel the town, the beautiful village, is very supportive of of your offerings. Yeah, is that part of you know? You mentioned a couple of values there before about community and family, and mm. I think they're more than just ideas on your fridge. They are like drill values that are in, mm. within your heart. Values, yeah. yeah. What does that look like for you? Like you, you've talked about, you know, the, the community and the support that you feel that you get from the community. Is there anything else to that community value that you really feel? Yeah, well, you know, it's interesting because th- this will all tie in. I, I didn't want to um, put my kids back into a mainstream school. They were yeah. at the Steiner Kinder. And because I'd come from the mainstream 
I was like, oh, no, I'm not sure. And I spoke to the beautiful principal down here. Oh, can I start a Steiner stream? And he's like, we haven't got enough children, Gabby. You know, and I'm like, that's okay. Namaste. Um, but in saying that, this is why I'm getting to it. It's been such a beautiful transition for our family. I'm not that great with change, just to be honest with you. I, I, I find change big. Um, as, so the change to move down here was huge for me. My husband was desperate to get back here, but it was so the right decision. And the reason I'm talking about it is because the community made us feel so welcome yeah. and I felt so at home, even though I wasn't from here, uh, that it just was such a beautiful thing. And I want my children to feel that, mm. that yeah. from the village, like it's like living in a village. Yep. So supported, and I just think, oh wow, this is why the universe sent me here. This is why the universe sent our family back here because to have our children growing up in such a beautiful community, supportive. Mm. Um, the school is supportive of you know the children, so open to communication. Mm, you know, such a beautiful yeah. triangle there: parents, students, you know, and 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 the teachers. So I, I never hesitate to go and talk to them about anything. Um, and then and then now just uh, on Monday, I did a beautiful yoga session for the teachers for their professional development day. And um, then soon I'm just going to be starting like a little teacher yoga after school as well. So the, what I'm, I'm mentioning that because there again in lies that beautiful sense of community yeah. spirit. Yep. Um, and, you know, I always like to... There's so many things on in this beautiful town. I always like to try and help with so many things um, and try to instill that into the children as well. You know, like it's it's like a, this beautiful, again, it's yoking. It's it's that yoking, that union, mm. coming back to that union of feeling like you're held um, not only by nature, and I've spoken to Katarina about that many times on the beach when we've been on the beach <laughs> and we look at those hills and I talk yeah. to... Embrace. Yeah. yeah just Embracing us, em yeah. It, the, the hills around the beautiful water. Yeah. Uh, so I feel held in the town not only by the community but with the nature here with um with the village and i suppose also because my husband is, is really yeah. ingrained in this community and yeah. my mother-in-law um is so passionate about this town and she does so many things for the town she's the most amazing person and she works out at the museum and we call her our walking museum mm -hmm. because if the children want to know anything I just say, well, let's ask Grandma. Grandma yeah. knows what everything. What an archive to have. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So, again, that sense of community. So, um, feeling very blessed with the family being so ingrained in the community. And it's like, um, you know, it takes a village to raise yeah. a child. And, and also, it takes a village to support a person. I, I wanted um, just clicking there because there's been so much change in your life lately and that change has forced a real beautiful metamorphosis that there's lots of opportunity coming your way and you're, you're finally saying yes. And I'm witnessing that. I'm observing the change in you and it, it's just gorgeous to see. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, there's been lots of change. Like um, we've actually moved into a house that my husband 
spent three and a half years building with his bare hands, you know, which is such an amazing feat. And I'm so appreciative of that. So there's been a big change moving into, we've been living on the land, living on grandma and pa's land, which has been absolutely divine. But moving into um, a house up the back of town is actually beautiful too, but it's very different. So um, that's been a change, but it's like needing to embrace that change. Mm. So then you can move forward. It's it's given me a lot more time rather than sort of living on the land, so to speak. But I still have that connection and it's just it's just there. You know, we can see that we can still see the beautiful hill. So um, it's not gone, it's just there. And so we visit it all we visit all the time. But yes, there's been lots of change and um, you know, and I love what I do and still keeping my classes at the coastal yoga. It's just, um, and they've been very encouraging too of like, of course, let's harmonize. Like, do you bespoke mobile yoga? Let's harmonize this. Like it's, it's a growth, it's a growth. Yeah, yeah. So it's just stepping out into the world and um, yeah, just seeing what, what do I want to offer into into the world? Fantastic. Now, um, yoga has actually got its roots firmly grounded in ancient Eastern teachings, and it's recognised as a traditional system of wisdom. So, what does it actually mean to you? Yeah. So, I suppose I keep coming back to the yoke. Mm. You know, I keep coming back to the yoke. So, for me, yoga is sacred, and I make your life sacred is a really big sort of mantra for myself and if I have people coming to me for um, private yoga sessions you know I talk uh, sometimes it depends on what we're focusing on but so yoga for me is a sacred practice well it's not about the asana so of course yoga is a life you know really so for me it's about the union you know body mind spirit Mm. becoming one I, I have this beautiful namaste blessing that I say at the end of most of my classes, not at the end of every class. There's a reason for that, but I'll tell you another day. But um, my favorite namaste blessing is this, and I'll just tell you, I honor the place in you in which the universe dwells. I honor the place in you which is of love, of light, of peace, and of hope. When you are in that place in you and I am in that place in me, we are one. So it's the oneness. So what is yoga to me? I think it's the oneness, you know, getting to that, feeling that sacredness getting to the oneness and not just on the mat. How do you take that off the mat? Mm. So, you know, so many people think yoga is just the asana. It, it, you know, it's not. And why do we do the asana, the, the posture, to to get to, to clear the pathways, to get to the meditation, mm. to get to, to be able to sit in stillness so then we can know who we truly are. So um, I suppose, you know, in, in a nutshell, yoga to me is sacred if, I, if I'd had to make it succinct and um, that union that union yeah might just take a little segue here and lo- I'd like to loop back to that actually if we could mm-hmm. um, you talked about you know yoga being that stillness that comes with yoga I guess what I've seen over recent years and maybe it's not that recent but there seems to be a shift especially when you talk about yoga studios in the city like there's more it's more physical yeah. And there's a lot more movement there. We've got hot yoga. We've got all these oh. other like the, 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 their workouts. It's almost like they want to create the new the new aerobics, but yeah. because yoga is so so good and so and people feel so enlivened and centered and calm after doing like people who practice yoga generally are quite 
calm people because they've 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 got that stillness. So they've got that oneness within themselves. It's like mm. they want to take that and turn it into aerobics with music and hot rooms and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's your take on that? Like, is it moving yeah. away from what yoga really know, is? Well, for me, yes, it is. But, but in saying that, I, I feel like it is moving away from what yoga really is. But, I always do say any yoga is better than no yoga, even mm-hmm. if it's um, like movement, isn't it? Even if yeah. it's yeah. yeah. Like for example, my husband used to really love Bikram yoga in Geelong mm-hmm. because he's a builder. He had a sore back, yep. and so instead of going and having a massage once a week, he went to Bikram yoga three times a week. Yeah, now nice. he really benefited from that, and even like and when I would talk to him about that, saying you know, mm, so different to the yoga that I yep. love or practice or whatever, but he said, even though it's fixing my back, it's also helping my mind. Mm. You see, mm. and so then I'm like, okay, okay, yeah, you're right. Actually, there's a point to that. Yep. So, um, so yes, I think there's a lot of yoga that's gone into fitness, yoga as fitness. Yeah. And so, um, as my teacher says here, um, strength and flexibility is fitness. So, but for yoga, we're going, we're, it's, yoga is polarity. So we're, in yoga, we're going out mm-hmm. to come back in yeah. rather than doing like a power flow. Or, that's right. Instead of a yeah. power flow class, <laughs> or, you know, like a yeah. hot yoga and, um, you know, like I said, I, it better than no yoga. But for me, I'm a little bit more spiritual and I've got a beautiful friend. I've got t- two beautiful friends. My who are sisters who've got, you know, studios all over. Um, they're beautiful upstate yoga. Good on them. I love it. I love it. But it's different to my, you yeah. know, like it's different to my yoga that I practice, but I still am like, oh, thank goodness they're spreading the joy of, of, of yoga, mm. you know, like I really, really think that. So so there's a lot of different types of yoga. It's crazy. I mean, it's just endless. But, yeah, for me, I just always – for me, at the end, as I said to someone else the other day, so everyone's yoga is different. For me, my yoga, I, I have organically evolved it into Gabby's yoga. And yep. people say, oh, what sort of yoga is that? <laughs> 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 well, you know, I've sort of, you know, it's Gabby's yoga in the end. But I do always like to create that coming home to yourself at the end of my practice, at the end of a practice that I offer. Yep. So I always, it's it, it's it's always putting in uh, you could call it a, a small yoga nidra or you could call it a guided relaxation. I often say guided relaxation in the class because I don't, if I'm teaching a class, because I don't want to scare people off with too many technical you yeah. know, yoga terms. So the guided relaxation, just allowing them to drop in that cross, crossing over of the, you know, the, the crossover. So when in the yoga nidra, you're going from right side to left side and you're asking them to relax certain parts of the body and that crossover then allows people to drop in more, getting into the special, you know, certain states. Um, but I like to end with that, but then come back out. So not just lie and totally drift, you know, because then you're coming home to yourself. So then we can come out of the practice and feel that sense of oneness and go, oh, you know, how did I achieve that? Like, mm. how did that happen? So it's just being conscious and in a way sometimes when you're going through the yoga nidra, not conscious, you know, you're yeah. allowing it to really tap into your deeper self, deeper who you are, like the lying down meditation really. Um, 
So, yeah, so for me, it's just, yeah, offering offering that. So it becomes more of a spiritual practice. Yeah. It's a tool of self-discovery. Whichever endeavor you take or whichever yoga you practice, it's, it's still a uh, tool that um, is used for self-discovery. Yeah, totally, totally, yeah. And I think that the more you um, – can get into it and if you find a teacher who's you know going on it who's really into you know what we call it really dense true um, spiritual growth then you'll you know if you keep going you won't be disappointed you'll always you know there's always something more and then there's the next and then there's the next there's so many layers so many layers you know um for you know for me i suppose with bespoke mobile yoga Often it's tourists, you know, it was often. So I don't have a lot of time to delve too deep. Mm. So my intention really is to get them inspired to go back home and delve deep. Yeah. Yeah. So, so having, you know, one hour with, with, you know, a group of people or a husband and wife or two friends, uh, if I can instill in them that feeling of, wow, yeah, that's an amazing experience. I feel um, so, I don't know, I feel something. Yep. I want them to feel something. So it's the feeling body that I want them to tap mm. into. You know, I want them to be able to drop into the practice and get in touch with the feeling body. What do you feel? Even the sensations. Okay, so you're feeling tingling, you're feeling bliss, you're feeling joy. Where are you feeling this? Or, And then at the end, after they come out, if they're inspired to go, oh, wow, I'm going to really hook in when I get home. I'm going to do more yoga. You know, oh, I, I, I really lost my practice. And so I, I like to encourage people to, yeah, go, go home, do yoga every day. Or, or if you can't fit it in every day, you know, go to three classes a week or just do five minutes in the morning when you wake up. Yeah. So it's just, it's, I want to inspire people to just jump on the journey. And I mean, sometimes it takes a long time to inspire people. My husband, uh, like I said, used to do a lot of yoga in Geelong, but here uh, he just used to watch me do my yoga. And uh, <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, well, that's better than nothing too. But he would often join in. We will go and do a little class in the shipping container, my little shipping container that I made into my own home yoga studio. And But often he would start with me. And then next time I looked over, he's rolling around on the floor. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, what's better than nothing? But now, guess what? He's, we've got a little bit more space in the house and he's decided that yoga is helpful. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> so he's now doing his own little practice, you know, most days. So I'm thrilled yep. without me saying, you know. So this is the other thing. You can't force someone to, yeah. you know, do, I love it. It's changed my life for the better. So it's just something that I'm passionate about and that I want to, you know, offer yeah. a little bit further mm. on in the world. Great. And uh, so let's line into the um, autonomic nervous system. So there's two divisions of the autonomic nervous system. And um, the sympathetic is obviously activated um, during emergency and, you know, like it, it's sympathetic to us. So whether we have to run or fight, um, the body uh, responds accordingly, but um, in in fight or flight, and um, and then we've got the parasympathetic, which you absolutely adore system, and it's predominant during quieter conditions, and uh, we call it rest and digest. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're you know we're I'm really passionate about the the rest and digest because um, you know when before I met my husband, I had some event related anxiety, and what really got me out of that was tapping into the parasympathetic nervous system. So it's sort of like my pain has become my purpose, mm. you know, all from all those years ago. And so especially these days, even more so, we're so much in mm. our fight and flight. Always. And people just don't even realise so they're in it. Yeah. Oh, just so, you know, and especially for people living in the city. Yep. It's just overstimulation that they don't even realise. I mean, I used to live in Melbourne too for about eight years, not for a long time, but it's just constant. You know, this just yep. thing, as soon as you walk out the front door, it's just yeah, everything's yep. at you. It's no longer a cyber-toothed tiger that's coming at us. It's no. just like a car or a deadline at work or someone you know arguing or someone cutting you off. It's just a myriad of things that are just constantly bombarding people. Like Absolutely. you said, and like in the city, it seems to be more of that. Yeah. And I think like after living down here now for quite a few years, like when you drive back, you can feel the energy shift yeah. as you go in and like you start going, oh, why are these people just honking their horn all the time? Like why are they <laughs> so angry at just nothing? <laughs> you know, it just right. seems to be constant. Sympathetic systems are so it, it, on It's constantly. so true. Like they're just yeah. constantly in that, that adrenaline. But the difference is in the old days, like go back to prehistoric times, like you sort of say between you would run. And that would get really, would get that would get really adrenal. But now nothing is actually getting rid of it. Yeah, that's so right. So staying in the body. Yeah. yeah. So you've got the uh, stress hormones like cortisol, Absolutely. adrenaline, yeah. noradrenaline, staying in the system and actually breaking down things like bone structure, cartilage. You know, um, raising blood pressure, heart disease. Um, you know, you name it. But um, with a parasympathetic. Yeah, different story. Um, yeah. I yeah. mean, once it's activated, <laughs> it slows our heart and breathing rates, lowers our blood pressure. Uh, promotes digestion, and it enters into a state of relaxation, which um, you know breeds recovery. Really, yeah, that's right, recovery. Exactly, exactly. And you know, um, yeah, like I'll often have people say at the end of, uh, like I teach restore. I love restorative yoga. My bespoke mobile yoga is every every experience is different because the people who are taking up the offerings. You know, some people mm. might like a, you know, a morning energizing practice, which I'll always end though with dropping them into the parasympathetic. So um, some people might like, you know, they've just, they're exhausted. They would just like a total restorative, you know, class. Um, so, but when I teach the restorative classes at Coastal Yoga up the street here, which are very lucky to have that studio, you know, people will often say, you know, that was great. You know, I need to do that every day. You know, wouldn't that be nice if I could do that yeah. every day? And, you know, funnily enough, we can do it every day, but we don't. Well, a lot of people don't. Yeah. So uh, often I will give people um, one of my beautiful favorite yoga nidras that I love by Blooming Lotus. It's just a 16-minute unwind practice, which I have been doing for a long time. And even when my children were small, I would do it, you know, just before I went and picked them up from kinder, just to reinvigorate my being so I could get into that parasympathetic so I could have some rest and restore before getting on with the rest of my day. But what I think is some people don't realise that we, you know, we, can, we can do that at home, but a lot of people don't. So, so, I'm, so my passion is to drop into that 
that nervous system, the parasympathetic, mm. because in this day and age, we don't do no. it enough. And we're so overstimulated yeah. with technology and so many other things. And there's not a lot of downtime, always on, go, go, go. So many people are, you know, so busy. And so even when you're busy, to be able to take that 16 minutes, you know, and so then you can get on with your, you know, with your day in a different way with some different energy. So yeah, dropping into the parasympathetic is a big passion of mine. I love all, I love lots of different styles of yoga, but my passion is definitely restorative yoga because I feel like, you know, people, or some people, you know, some people call it lazy yoga, but for me, it's so valuable. And for anyone who's, you know, overstimulated, it's just so, so valuable. And the more you practice, the more you can drop in. So even if you have a busy mind, it's very hard restorative yoga. And I think that's why a lot of people yeah. don't choose it because it's yeah. hard. Um, but I will often cue, cue you through, like, you know, if we're going to be here for a few minutes, you know, we're breathing in as we, as we inhale, silently, let's say breathing in. As we exhale, silently, we're saying breathing out. Let's give our thoughts a rest. So just giving our mind something to do so our thoughts can actually also have a rest. So even we're in the shape or in the posture or we're, you know, supported by the props. So just giving the people, the students, the clients, the people coming to the offerings something to do with their mind as well as their body. It allows you to drop in a little bit deeper. So really, really tap into that parasympathetic. Mm -hmm. And like you said, Katarina, lowering that heart rate. That's what we want to get to lower that heart rate so then it tells the body all is well you know like when our body needs to know not that it's it has enough of the running away yeah. from that tiger you know yeah. <laughs> you know it's like i've had enough of that yeah. so we really need more of i think of dropping into that rest and digest system yeah now um even the breathing apparatuses um, in yoga, I mean, so many people are triggered emotionally, um, so much stress going on, like you said, you know, because of the exposure uh, to offices, to cities. Um, emotionally, like the increase in parasympathetic activity for positive emotions, whereas negative emotions such as anger, fear, sadness, all result in the activation of the sympathetic nervous system. So, mm. you know, just simple measures like your... Um, breathing yeah, um, yeah, in yoga yeah. can actually trigger the parasympathetic yeah, absolutely. system. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. And I'll often start, um, depending on the bespoke where it is, but if it's in the studio, if I'm running a class, it's, you know, I often begin with legs up the wall. So it's just settling that nervous system and always the breath. So if it's mm. a restorative class, always the breath 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 like bring it back the breath is the bridge you know yep. and not just in yoga i mean in any situation yeah. as yeah. you know if you're if you're in your if you're in a in emergency if you're having a baby you know um i was very blessed to be able to breathe deeply through my labors and i would rather have a baby than go to the dentist now that's saying something about my breath my breath was my anchor so i'm just saying the breath does really drop you in to that rest 
and digest system quite quickly. mm, It does. Between the pause and the longer breath at the end, it actually tells your body that you're okay. And so then your adrenal settle, it doesn't release so much um, stress hormones, cortisol, noradrenaline, adrenaline, and your body starts to recover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just giving our body time to do that. I mean, if you're looking at the what we're exposed to in this day and age, what you were talking mm. about before, Brett, you know, I mean, 50 years ago, I mean, gee, they didn't have... 30 years ago. Yeah. The <laughs> yeah. difference, what we're exposed yeah. to now, and our children especially, you know, like they're just so bombarded. Um, and so it's just also, yeah, teaching the kids as well that taking that time out to breathe deeply, having the downtime having the green time, the nature time. So also just um, being out in nature also activates that rest and digest Mm, if you can get a little bit out of your head, you know, and get into your body. So, so So combining nature with the yoga, so this is also how this sort of baby became birthed, the bespoke mobile yoga I mean, I absolutely adore nature and that you're, you know, most people say, oh, I saw you at the beach and oh, I saw you at that beach and I saw you at Pirates and I saw you at Tuckshin. <laughs> I guess I know if I'm not up on the hill, I'm at the beach. But um, so it just, you know, as soon as you step out of your car yep. and onto the beach, I, I don't know about you, but I get that, <sighs> that breath and yep. I'm just automatically in a different state. So then to add on another layer of, for me, my spiritual practice, like the yoga, um, you know, I'll often be doing yoga now, now that we're not on the hill in the mornings at this stage, you know, I'll take my yoga mat down to the beach and find a spot out of the wind and do a, a practice. It doesn't have to be a long practice, you know, it can be 10 minutes, but just combining the nature with the yoga, with the breath, mm. it's potent. So for, for me, it's potent. So... That's what I wanted to share with people. You know, I had a beautiful mother and daughter who were staying at uh, the lovely Chocolate Gannets. Give Chocolate Gannets a nice plug. Beautiful people who run that Chocolate Gannets. And it's a gorgeous place. (laughs) So um, I had a beautiful mother and daughter come for a session. And the daughter wasn't going to join in. And the mother said, you know, can my my 12-year-old daughter join in? I said, yes, absolutely. And what a beautiful experience. I said, okay, let's let's walk across the road to the beach, you know. And again, as soon as we got onto that beach, they were like, oh, this is beautiful and isn't this lovely? And you could see their breath and they started to slow, you know, and then we found a spot out of the wind and in the shade because this was last summer and even just sitting. So already they're half dropped in. To that, to that parasympathetic, they're already halfway there. And then I add in the breath and then I add in the shapes and then I add in the asana and then I clear the pathways and then talk them through at the end, uh, uh, yoga nidra. So, you know, how can you not come out feeling good? Well, you you do have to tap in, but how yeah. can you not yeah. in this yeah, well, beautiful world? I mean, science confirms now there's lots of... Um research done that being in nature or even viewing scenes of of nature reduces anger, fear, stress and increases pleasant feelings. And um, it makes you obviously feel better emotionally and contributes to your physical well-being, reducing blood pressure, heart rate, muscle tension and the production of uh, stress hormones. And and like you said, there's probably that olfactory 
um, trigger going on, you know, with our senses too, what you smell, what you see, what you hear, that brings you back to what you can remember, being those pleasant emotions when you're exposed to nature. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And and it's interesting, Kat, you were were just talking about even just seeing, seeing the nature. So I do um, say to people... Or, or maybe I'm saying to to people now, if you are going to book a place in Apollo Bay, it's awesome if you can book a place where you can see nature. I mean, we all know mm. our weather down here yeah. is yeah. not um, amazing. We're not Byron Bay, but if you can, if you're coming down to stay here, or even if you're at home and you live here and you want to book a bespoke mobile yoga, I had a couple of big hailstorms at Byron over the last couple of years <laughs> visiting, <laughs> just quietly. Yeah, well, they have, yeah. but. Even just being able to yeah. to see, like I know your beautiful place where you live, you know, same, you have that yeah. that Got seamless the hills, and, yeah. the, the, the view. It automatically makes you feel amazing when you just look out to that scenery. And again, I did have, uh, again, Chocolate Gannets again, <laughs> I, uh, just not that long ago, uh, a beautiful lady wanted to stay in her villa because her children were there they were quite mm. young i said no problem but she had a beautiful villa at the front uninterrupted mm. ocean views i mean i felt like we were on the beach yeah. we were pretty much you know so if you can't if, if the weather doesn't allow i'm happy to come to yeah. wherever you are whether it's your house in apollo bay your your deck in apollo bay uh apollo bay and surrounds so but just seeing nature also induces yeah. that rest and digest you know gets into that you know taps into that system and allows us to just have to breathe and feel different Mm. i always get people to take photos as well because um just looking at those photos will bring them back to that um state of emotion you know that trigger where they felt great when they were in nature so um and research done in hospitals and schools have even found that even a simple plant like having a simple plant in a room can um, have a significant impact on your stress and anxiety and bring you back to that parasympathetic state. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, I know it's, it's um, my um, or my husband's grandma had a room in the hostel here in Apollo Bay and I felt very blessed because she had a room with a view of the, of the garden. Nice. And yeah. it just made such a difference. But, well, for her... You know, I was so pleased. Um, we weren't living down here then, but, but whenever we came down, we, when she was in the hostel, I visited, would would like to visit. And so just seeing the nature made me feel nice. Yeah. You know, made you feel calm. So, yeah, so it's a really big thing. Nature really does invoke a sense of calm. Mm. Absolutely. And um, in addition, nature helps us cope with pain as well. So um, I'm just looking at a uh, research piece that they did. And um, it's a study of patients who underwent gallbladder surgery and uh, half had a a view of trees. (laughs) Seem familiar? View of trees and half had a view of wall. And according to the physician who conducted the uh, the study, the patients with the view of trees tolerated the pain better appeared to nurses to have fewer negative effects and spent less time in hospital. Yeah. Yeah, isn't that interesting? You know, I was just speaking to someone who's studying psychology and she, she mentioned that too. The peop, the patients who had the room a room with a view to mm. nature had less time in the hospital. 
you know, mm. it might not have been, a, you know, crazy amount of time, but it's it was less, less time. Yeah. So, I mean, that's really saying something. And I mean, I could go on and on um, with the research, but um, one of the most intriguing areas of current research that I'm seeing on general well-being, um, there's a study in mind that 95% of those interviewed said their mood improved after spending time outside. So it changed them from being depressed, stressed and anxious to more calm and balanced. Yeah, yeah. And that's the interesting thing about um, living... I mean, the thing about living in a house in mm. in a town or in the suburbs, yeah. it is harder to go out into nature. In a polar bay, we're very lucky. Nature is so close. You know, like beautiful, everywhere. beautiful nature. Yeah. Just you know, it's everywhere. We got waterfalls, beach, mountains. Endless, yeah, you know, it's um, endless. And even, but it's just, even you know, living in the t- actual town of Apollo Bay, you do also have to make yourself go. Okay, I'm going out of the house. I'm going down to the beach. But, like I said earlier, to step onto that beach, you're automatically transformed, yeah. you know, automatically. And then add on another layer, jump into that, jump into the water. You know, you are just, you're a new person. Yeah, you've got negative ions coming in. Yeah. in the aura. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we're very blessed to live down here. And, um, again, sort of just the nature is healing for the, for me, the yoga was healing to join them together. Uh, just made it such a much more powerful, beautiful experience. And even if you, um, you know, if you, if you haven't got a place in nature, if you if you haven't got, if you think you, you know my house hasn't got that place, I you know I would like you to take me somewhere. So for example, I also I took a beautiful mother and I had a mother and daughter session and I said to them, listen, would you like to come up to my hill? Uh, so it, we had a little covered in deck. So even the weather behind us was not so great, but out the front was sunny. It was a bit windy behind us, but we were in the covered in deck. So we still felt so connected to nature with the front mm. doors open. Yeah. And, you know, just to have that experience and often when people will come up to the hill, um, you know, same as at your place, you get that sense of calm walking mm. into nature. Yeah. You know, having that scenery for your place where you live of the hills or, or like you said, going to a waterfall, you know, just automatically induces that sense of calm. Yeah. So we are very blessed to live in this beautiful part of the world. Really, really blessed. And um, another, just another study, I want to see the impact that uh, nature has on our well-being, but... Um, there was another one that suggested that residents in Chicago public housing had trees and green space around their building reported no more people, obviously socialising more, having stronger feelings of unity with neighbours and being mm. uh, more concerned with helping and supporting each other. So interesting, isn't it? So, so interesting. Yeah. And having stronger feelings of belonging uh, than tenants in buildings with without trees, obviously. And uh, they also experienced a greater sense of community. They had a reduced risk of street crime, lower levels of violence and aggression between domestic partners, and a better capacity to cope with life's demands, especially in the stresses of living in poverty. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think that's the thing um, when you're talking before about it. It's it's about that energy, isn't it? The energy of nature. Yeah. The energy that it gives you. And I don't know. I think every person who lives in Apollo Bay has this feeling when you drive into Skeens Creek and you get to that corner. 
I don't know. Does everyone have the same feeling? I think they do. You know, that feeling of, ah, I'm home. (laughs) I'm home. And, ah, here we are. So, that energy of, you know, like we are all energy, we are all nature. Yeah, all living beings emit that. Yeah, why do we feel so good when we're in nature? You know, it's like, well, because we are one. So, it's, it's, yeah, and you, and you're, with the studies you're talking about, you know, you can see it's again, it's like a union. People are becoming, becoming one. You were talking about the people who wanted to help one another, you know, because of the energy of nature yeah. invoking that, you know, not consciously and they're not consciously thinking of that. But if they look back and reflect, you know, and it's the same when we first moved here, um, as a fam, as our as our family, so when uh, we had our children, I dragged my husband away to Geelong, and we were renting a house here, and I had a house in Geelong. So I said, it "Makes more sense. Let's, you know, move for financial reasons. We moved up to Geelong, and we were going to stay for a year or two. But then another child came along quite quickly, so we stayed for five. Now, then my husband finally talked me into moving back here. I don't know why it was so hard, but I think just because I was in baby world with mm. two young children. But we finally moved back up onto where he lived, where he grew up, the five acres. So he moved to this beautiful five acres now where his parents uh, still are when he was six. And we moved there when my daughter was six. It's yes. quite beautiful. But I'm telling you this because when we moved back to Apollo Bay, to the hill, in nature, absolutely basking in nature, like every morning going out the front door, looking at the sunrise over the ocean. I mean, I felt so at home. I've never felt so at home. I thought I was happy when we were in Geelong, and I was. But once we moved and were living in nature... I just felt so at home. I've never felt so at home. So without doing anything, just, you know, sort of plonking there, you know, yep. without sort of making, it's just like, this is where we're going to live. Thank you, Grandma and Pa. Thank you so, so much. And it was absolutely divine. But that sense of calm, that sense of groundedness is so hard to describe. And what sort of happened was I ended up actually, I think, loving loving it more than my husband. Uh, you know, I'm like, oh, my God, I love this place. I love this hill. I love this village. I love this nature. It's just made me feel so grounded. And when you don't have that experience, I suppose you don't know it. Like if you're living in the suburbs mm. and you never get the yeah. chance or the opportunity to move into nature – you can only experience it through things like, I suppose, bespoke mobile yoga. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, come on down. I'll show you how you can feel yeah. if you choose to surround yourself in nature, if you choose to, you know, maybe start a little sacred practice for yourself. So it's just, and but you have to feel it, don't you? You know? You do. Now, is yoga something that traditionally was done outdoors? Do you know what? It was traditionally done um really started for males and um, it's funny we've just been up to Krishna village in Moolambar and we were talking to a beautiful Nepalese teacher so authentic and I'm like wow you know where are you from and he's like I'm from Nepal Mm. Um, and he said I've been meditating since I was four Um, as you do 
as you do in India and Nepal, I suppose. (laughs) (laughs) And he said it was such a, it's so different over here in the West. You know, Mm. it was was such a strong, strong practice. Like they they do push you a lot, he said, with with the asana. Mm. But the meditation, I mean, it's just a given. Like you just, you're just meditating. Mm. so going back to your question, I'd really, I, I'm really not sure, to be honest, I'll just be honest, I'm really yeah. not sure about the outdoor thing, but it's a wonder I haven't looked into that because it's my passion. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. It seems like there's a strong connection because I know a lot of, say, Tai Chi classes, are, you quite often see them being held outside in, in parks. Yeah, and, and absolutely. Yeah, and a lot of those internal arts are actually practiced outside in bare feet yes. on the ground Yes. to get that connection and that earth connection yeah absolutely yeah absolutely it was like when i went down to to the harbor the other day to have my little dip um there was a beautiful chinese man by himself just practicing tai chi um and he was talking about that he was talking about you know i'm just here having um he called it a dry cleanse, mm. you know, mm. um, yep. but he was connecting with the elements. Yep. He said, I need to connect with the elements yeah. to make it yeah. uh, work. Yeah. Yeah. So, and he was like, oh yeah, great. Get in the water. He said, but it's just too cold for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so that's interesting. Yeah. So, you know, as soon as I go home, I'll be looking that up. Or maybe Kat's looking that up now. Are you looking that up now, Kat? No, I'm looking at that. <laughs> Oh, goodness. But, yeah, nature, yoga, um, being able to have so many beautiful places in Apollo Bay. Yeah. Uh, and just, for me, having the beautiful five acres um, with, that my husband family owns and being able to go up there every day and still do mm. my own practice up there. And, um, you know, the few lucky people who, you know, I've been able to also bring up and share that joy. Do you um, have a favorite spot? I do, I do. You know, when we first moved moved up there, I had a favourite spot, and then my husband decided to bring up his little uh, shed, which was full of his <laughs> surfboards, and he put it right in front of the beautiful big gum tree that I was practicing next to. I mean, I was still looking at the ocean, but I had that energy of that gum tree, you know. Mm. <laughs> and I was so upset. I'm like, why are you putting that there? That's where I practice my yoga. He's like, Gabby, you've got so much space. It's okay. It'll be worth it. Don't worry. I'm turning it into something good, which he did. But, but yes, I do. Um, but again, it's, it's also very weather dependent yeah, okay. as well. But I do. I have a couple of favorite spots yep. where I practice. Um, and, you know, for, for, for me also at the moment, I have a little co, I have a little spot down off the Tuction Road beach at the moment i used to practice a lot at the harbor i used to practice a lot at pirates cove just yep. myself yeah. with my own yep. um but i would always practice on the hill where we lived the, yep. for the last eight years uh yeah out the front and there's a couple of special locations where my mat would go yeah yep. <laughs> yep. which again nice. in line with the mm. energy yep. um in line with the sunrise you know especially yep. the morning i'm very very attached to not attached attachment causes suffering the mornings are so sacred for me like I just feel like my my husband Mm, is a very much an evening person a sunset man I love the sunset too but the mornings oh the energy of the mornings promise of new beginnings yeah so divine you know and so to even 
uh, sometimes when I offer my sunrise yogas, I will also do a lot of that in silence, you know, because the sacredness of the morning is so divine. And then, and then when we get to the yoga nidra, of course, I'll guide them through that. Mm. But just having, you know, someone to practice with, even though it's still silent, um, it's it's so sacred, you know, so mm. sacred. Um, and you know, you can. I can often just say something like, just put every part of your being into the practice. And then you sort of become immersed with the nature, you know, and immersed with the sunrise and you just sort of become one. And there's, there's not really a word to describe how that feels, but you just know that when you've finished the practice or you just watch the sunrise, it's just so sacred and it invokes that amazing feeling of, I suppose, sacredness for me. Um, other people can say joy. I mean, not all yoga, I mean... It, it depends what we're talking about in, in yoga. Not all yoga is, is, you know, sometimes it's not that pretty. You know, if you really get to the crux of things and you're clearing lots of pathways and there's lots of emotional energy coming out um, and a lot of stuff stuff often comes up if you're doing a, you know, a, quite a, a, a tra more traditional yoga class yeah. that is really trying to clear the pathways rather than the, the energizing yeah. <laughs> ones for fitness. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so, I, so going back to your question though, yes, I do have some beautiful spots that I love to practice, um, for myself. And I suppose I just had that moment when bespoke mobile yoga was, was, is slowly, was slowly being born that I had this feeling of, you know, I think I need to share this joy now. Yeah. You know, I need to share some of this sacredness, show people how to tap into that sacredness. I can't just keep this for myself, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and I believe your workshop. Yeah, Coming yeah, up. we've got, um, yeah. yeah, I've teamed up with Caroline, a beautiful art therapist in town who actually lives in our court, and we are running a beautiful art and yoga mindfulness retreat out at Seacroft Estate at Sugarloaf on the 2nd and 3rd of September. So it's a Saturday, Is a, you can choose either a Saturday as a full day, which will be yoga, art, lunch art yoga so sort of a beautiful sandwich you yep. know <laughs> nice bookends beautiful yep. nice bookends or you can choose to come just for the half day which is okay. sunday sunday is just a half day which will be yoga and which will actually be art first and then the yoga finishing off with the yoga so again at a beautiful we both love nature so much yep. so it's awesome. it's a retreat really inspired by nature so it's for you to come to drop in and also um, you know, bring up your creative side with, with, with the art. So Caroline's an art therapist, so there was, it, it'll be, it's, it's very, very rich, you know, very rich. So it'll be a beautiful experience. And again, we, being out at Seacroft across the road from a stunning, yep. stunning beach and surrounded by the hills, the coastline there is amazing. You can hear the waves, you know, we're literally just across the road. So Tickets, um, Gabby, if individuals are interested, yeah, where do they get tickets from? Vivid Art Therapy. Um, so you can look uh, Vivid Art Therapy. If you can't find Vivid Art Therapy and all you can think of is Bespoke Mobile Yoga, if you look up on my Instagram, it'll have 
there's a couple of posts there which has also got the details. So Vivid Art Therapy is what you want to look at. Is that on Instagram or is that a website? Yeah, so so if people want to get in contact with you, where do they go to? For me, they can come to Bespoke Mobile Yoga on on a website. So if you Google Bespoke Mobile Yoga Apollo Bay, I think if you scroll down, it'll it'll come up as a website. Bespoke Mobile Yoga Instagram or Facebook. I'm not a great technology person, so so I do love text messages, you know. (laughs) But on the website is my phone number. Um, But, but, but yeah, if you're interested in that, let me know. If you can Google Bespoke Mobile Yoga, you can contact me through Instagram or you can contact me. Text message is really good because I'll respond – quite quickly yep. with a text message. Um, but vividarttherapy.com.au um, is Caroline's website and the bookings are through that. But okay. I can let you know. Yep. Um, but, yeah, the posts are same on Instagram. There's a couple of posts which if you scroll and in, go into the post with the workshop, you'll see down the bottom where you can click on and go into Caroline's website and book through there. Lovely. Mm. Good. All right. So believe it or not, we've come to the end of the show. No. What's what's the last message to the community <laughs> that you'd like to send out? Well, the last message to the community is, you know, get out in nature and, you know, salute the sun, have a little yoga practice. Don't worry about what other people think if if you're no. a bit worried about doing yoga out in on the beach or, you know, just, just have a little practice, see how you feel. And also encourage people to to join you know, join some classes in town as well for yoga and have a little look at Bespoke Mobile Yoga. I definitely can come to you. It's it's basically yoga delivered to you. So if you'd like a sacred experience, so I offer experiences rather than for, for Bespoke Mobile Yoga, experiences. So if you'd like an experience, I also, I suppose the last little plug would be, I now love experiences for birthday gifts. True. So if you're looking True. for a birthday People gift, never forget them. Never forget mm. them. So the mother and daughter one that I did on the hill was a birthday gift for the daughter. Yeah, lovely. That's so gorgeous. such yeah. a beautiful, beautiful gift. So if you're looking for an for an experience, yeah. um, please jump on the website. Yeah, bespokemobileyoga.com.au. Um, and yeah, give me a call, and I can you know come and facilitate an experience for you, and then yeah, encourage lovely. you to. to That's such a great going. idea because most people will just be thinking, well, you know. I don't have time to do a yoga class or I want to join a yoga group or whatever, but to have it for a gift is such a lovely yeah. way to, to do it, isn't it? Yeah, that's, that's absolutely. That's a great idea. Absolutely. Beautiful gift. And then, yeah, a friend a little while ago bought a gift voucher from me to give to her lady who she was going to a 50th yeah. birthday party. And, that's a you know, great idea. Yeah. I mean, when mm. you're 50, what do you need? Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you need a bespoke mobile yoga experience. Peace, peace <laughs> and quiet. <laughs> Peace and quiet. Thanks, Katarina. Thank Thanks you so much for coming yeah, on the show Katarina. and Thank educating so us on yoga, uh, parasympathetic and nature. Thank you so much. Thank you for having coming me. On. It was a joy. And that's 87.6 FM, the Wellness Couch. And we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.